0: Hey, have you checked out my free masterclass from page one to done, write your novel or memoir in five truly simple steps? Because if you haven't, you need to. You can watch it right now. You don't have to wait, or you can listen to this podcast episode and then watch it. It is at maryadkinswriter.com. Forward slash masterclass. That's Mary Adkins with a D like donut and writer like a person who writes, not a person on a horse. Forward slash masterclass. It is an hour. It is on demand. So you can watch it whenever you sign up for it and have an hour. And let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you. Welcome to season two of The First Draft Club. I'm your host, Mary Adkins. I'm an author and writing coach. You can find my novels, When You Read This and Privilege in your favorite bookstore. And my next novel, Palm Beach will be out next summer. So stay tuned for news about that. I also have a two and a half year old named Finn. And so if you hear background noise during this episode or any episode, that's probably why. I do my best to curve it. I'm in my closet, for example. Um, But, you know, sound carries, especially when there are sounds made by uh, an amazing and very loud toddler. If you tuned in for any of season one, you know that the way that this podcast works is I take a question from my weekly word shop with my students um, and I bring it to the podcast to answer it on the air. And that's going to be how season two works as well, because I got great feedback from season one. I'm really glad that people are enjoying it. I'm enjoying making it. I really like this format. And so we're just going to keep going. This week's letter sets the record for the shortest question I have ever received. And it reads, Dear Mary, what is a book auction? Should I read it again just because I can, because it's the short? Dear Mary, what is a book auction? (laughs) Okay, in answering this one, I want to take a step back because I get a lot of questions about the book publishing process, which is understandable because it's a process that you don't know or understand until you do, until someone tells you or until you experience it, and it can be really confusing. Plus, it varies a lot depending on a number of things, the kind of book you're publishing, what kind of publisher you're working with. So I'm going to walk you through the publishing process for a novel or memoir with a major publisher in the United States. Okay. That is the specific route we're going to be taking in answering this question, because that is where a book auction occurs. So the first step is to get a literary agent. These are people who represent authors And they're sort of the gatekeepers of publishing to to reduce them to something that's oversimplified. Um, You can't get to a major publisher, in other words, typically speaking, unless you go through a literary agent. Now you will hear crazy stories of an author who was a waiter waiting on an editor's table at a New York restaurant. And then they start chatting and he asked for her manuscript and she gave it to him and he loved it and bought it straight away. But these are, these are the exceptions to the rule. I would not count on that happening for that. That's about as common as winning the Powerball. (laughs) Um, and if you've actually heard the story, I did that that little anecdote was like a, a version of a story that was told about the author Stephanie Danler and her novel Sweet Bitter. Apparently, her book was already out on submission to editors. She already had a literary agent anyway, when that when a version of that happened. So it wasn't actually the case that she went from this, you know, unknown uh person starting from zero to a success overnight due to a chance meeting at a restaurant. You you are going to want to get a literary agent, in other words, probably. Now, literary agents are not all created equal. They represent different types of books. Um, One may represent children's books and never touch fantasy or adult literary fiction. So you need to find the kind who represents the kind of book that you wrote. If you want help with this, I have a, a little mini course on it on my site. Go to maryatkinswritercom forward slash courses. It's the one on the bottom, the, the final step in the writing process. Um, and that'll that'll really walk you through how to find a literary agent. Once you get a literary agent, your agent is going to send out your book or your book proposal to editors. This period is called being on submission, on submission. Now, really quickly, small tangent. I just said book proposal. What is a book proposal versus a book? And when do you need each one? If you're selling fiction, like a novel, if you wrote a novel, it's fiction. If you're selling a novel, you will sell the full manuscript. You have to write the book. Okay. So this will be the book that we're talking about. If you're selling a memoir, on the other hand, you will sell it based on a proposal. If this sounds like it's a lot easier or less less work, not so fast. <laughs> the proposal is not like a you know two page pitch. Uh, it's a, it's much much bigger than that. It has a lot of required parts, including an outline of your book, a, a robust outline of your book, sample chapters a review of comparable books to the one you're going to write that are that are already in the world, um, a whole section about your anticipated audience and how you plan to reach them through marketing and other pieces. So a book proposal is typically going to come somewhere between 70 and, and 100 pages or more. So it, it's not a small project. It's not a, it's not a, a little document here. All right. So some agents are going to want to work with you on your book or your book proposal um, once you agree, you know, once they agree to represent you, once, once you've, you've kind of signed with them um, before they send it out to editors. Mine worked with me on my manuscript for over a year. Yep. You heard that right. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Um, we worked on my book together for over a year. Granted, I, I slowed down the process a little bit when I rewrote the whole thing based on Hamilton the Musical. <laughs> my agent had to talk me down. But still, you know, it, t- it took us a while because it, the, it needed work. It was too short and it needed work. So when it's ready, your agent will send your book or your book proposal out to editors at publishing houses. And this is the period again called being on submission and you wait. This period, as you can imagine, is very nerve-wracking for a writer. I did a lot of yoga, a whole lot of yoga. What's kind of funny and I have actually never told this story before, the yoga tote bag that I used, that I used to use back before COVID when we actually did things like go to in-person yoga classes. The yoga tote bag that I used for years. Um, I put like my yoga mat in it, my water bottle, my wallet, and then a towel because I did hot yoga and you have to take a towel to mop up all the sweat was this Harper Collins tote bag that I got once as party swag when I went with a friend who was an author at the time or is an author, but already was an author. I wasn't, um, published at least to a Harper Collins party celebrating their new office a few years earlier. I'd been using this tote, this Harper tote bag for years, just because it was a cool tote. I loved it. And I thought it was cool and it fit all my yoga stuff. And I didn't care that it got gross and sweaty. So I'd been using it for years and it was kind of grayed and pilled. And uh, in, yo- in the yoga class, I would like fold it and put it next to my mat. Well, one day I noticed that Whenever I was facing like the direction where the bag was sitting in a, in a yoga pose, which was like half the time, my eyes would fall on the Harper Collins logo. That's kind of like my, would be my focal point. So without intending to, I had spent hours and hours meditating on Harper (laughs) Collins without realizing it, like subconsciously meditating on Harper Collins. And that, that was so interesting to me later when that turned out to be my publisher, Um, I thought it was pretty cool. So anyway, back to the, back to the point. So being on submission can last a long time. It can even last months because editors have a lot of books that come to them on submission. They have a lot of, of, of proposals to get through and they aren't going to prioritize yours unless they have a reason to, right? So, um, more on that in a second. It was actually coming back from yoga one day that I got the text from my agent that we had an offer on my book. And what that meant was she had gotten a call from one of the editors she'd sent it to, my novel to, making her an offer. I quickly called her back and found out that my first offer, and the only offer we had at the time, was from a publisher who wasn't HarperCollins, but was a uh, you know one of the big publishers. She explained to me that we would then use that offer... To um, get the editors at other publishing houses to, to actually get back to us on the book. So she would call them up, you know, Simon Schuster and Harper Collins and others and say, hey, we have an offer. And so, like, you know, we're going to need to make a call. Do you want this or not? So that's what I mean by having a reason to prioritize the book. Like at that point, they if they haven't yet, which presumably they haven't because we haven't heard back from them, they pick it up, read it, decide, you know, either no, like, no, thank you, or yes, we do want to make you an offer on this book. And here is where the book auction comes in. If other publishers also want your book, there's an auction that's held in which they, they bid for it. The, the different publishers bid for it. It's not like an art style auction at an auction house with an auctioneer talking really quickly and, you know, people holding up numbers, (laughs) but it's basically that exciting. (laughs) A date is set for the book auction. Usually, I don't know, a couple weeks away. I think it was two weeks away in my case, although I could be misremembering that I'd have to ask. Uh, my agent. And your agent will place calls round robin to the publishers, asking them if they want to bid higher. So you get in one bid, she calls the next publisher, like tells them where the bidding is, asks if they want to to outbid and so on and so on going round robin. You're sitting at home on your couch, (laughs) or if you're me, you're at a conference on domestic violence in Dallas, (laughs) because of course you are. And every hour or so, Your agent emails you or calls you or texts you to to tell you, give you an update, like tell you what, what the bidding has climbed to, or who's dropped out. Eventually people do drop out and you are left with either the highest bidder or the highest couple of bidders, bidders. Um, And if you're left with a couple of high bidders, like if they, you know, it kind of, they both bid the same thing. You can choose based on other factors. Like, did you connect with one editor? um, in particular, because also by this point you have chatted with the different editors to get a sense of where they want to take your book and, you know, you just kind of get a feel for their personality. By the way, this can also last over a day. So I think in my case, it might've, it lasted at least two days and it might've been three, you know, because as the bidding goes up, it's not often, it's not just one person who's sitting there at the publishing house, making a call, like, they have to check with their team or their supervisor. Like they, they have to make sure that they, you know, have the, the freedom to go up a certain amount. And so it it can take a minute. It can take a minute as you're going round robin and it's going up and up. Um, and so it may go to the next day because no, you know, while it's exciting, no one's going to stay up till midnight doing this. So people go home at the end of the day and then, then it'll pick up the next morning. By the way, this is all around what your advance is. So your advance is just a uh, pool of money that you get prior to the book hitting shelves and being sold. Although the it's typically allotted in three payments, and the third payment comes when it does hit shelves. So um it it comes out of your earnings on the book. That's why it's called an advance. So it's just an advance on your royalties. So that's a book auction. It was truly thrilling for me to get to be a part of one. And even for people who weren't me, my, my sister was with me and called it one of the most exciting days of, of her life. <laughs> that gives you a sense. Um, remember though, that there are different ways to go about publishing um, in the United States and outside of the United States. And this is just one of them. Not all books sold to major publishers go to auction um, either. So this is just one way, even within you know, that world of, of the kind of the big five quote publishers. This is just one way that books get sold. The, the publishing industry is a bit of the wild West actually. And, and this is just one of, of many paths. It's just one I happen to go on, but I hope that illuminates the concept of a book auction to you. If you are curious, have a great week. And I will see you next week for the last episode of season two and our last episode of 2020. Happy writing. Thanks for listening to the First Draft Club. Subscribe and leave a review, and I will adore you forever. And if you want to submit your own questions and attend these sessions live, you can join our community of authors by going to maryadkinswriter.com. That's Adkins with a D like donut. And if you want to attend my free masterclass on how to finish your book in five simple steps, just go to maryadkinswriter.com slash masterclass. That's maryadkinswriter.com slash masterclass, and you can watch it instantly. Happy writing. See you next week.